You should move to LA with your best friend. You should move to LA with your best friend. You should move to LA with your best friend. You should move to LA with your best friend. You should move to LA with your best friend. You should move to LA. Cause I ain't here to play with you. Baby, you go get this work. Cause I ain't here to play with you. Baby, you go get this work. What up, podcast world? It's your girls, E and K, and we back for another episode, the 10th episode. 10.5, technically. Uh, we are here, um, and, you know, we always have to say, we always say, like, we're together, we're not together, we're together, not together. This will be the last time uh, for the foreseeable future, as in what's probably until November. Um and that is because I'm leaving to go to L.A. Kyra will still be here in Atlanta, and she will probably be moving to New York. So this, you know, we will not be together. I know. Um, I guess details on what it is. I am moving out there. I accepted a job as one of the Dodgers, Los Angeles Dodgers in-game hosts and Facebook Live reporters. So I'll be working for them. Um, I will be doing entertainment reporting, so I've been speaking to various um, media outlets, entertainment magazines, um, for things like red carpets, but uh, that'll be happening, and so it'll be a mix of entertainment reporting, sports reporting, um, for award shows, and just regular shoots in general, so that is it. I've always wanted to move to LA, I've always wanted to live there, Um, and so I'm very excited, but I guess we want to start off. Who is our MVP, Kyra? Our MVP, guys, are the kids from Parkland. Um, yeah, so these kids are actually the MVP because they are... There's been many shootings, which is really unfortunate, and we could get into that, but that's just a lot. There's Either way, there's been many shootings, and this is the one that I've seen the most, like, discussion on what to how to change that, I feel like. And it's because, like, the kids are kind of making forcing people to talk and they're like we're children we went through this and this is not okay and so the reason they're the MVP is because they're using their voice they're being very aggressive about it and there's like kids like David Hogg and Cameron what's his last name Kasky Cameron Kasky he's the guy that challenged um, Marco Rubio in that open town hall last week which was baller because he did not let up at all if you guys have see that if you guys haven't seen that you should check it out it's hilarious not hilarious, but it's just really impressive. That kid will be a great politician one day. Either way, I think it's just like these kids are definitely our MVP for this week because they're using their voice. They're making changes. They're forcing people to talk. They're forcing Trump and other like politicians who are against, you know, against gun control or like are trying to fight gun control. They're making them reconsider it because they're showing the face of they're showing the faces of like the people who were attacked, and that's actually very impressive. So that's why they're my MVP for this week, and, you know, keep doing it. I really hope that in the foreseeable future we'll see change. I agree. I think that this time seems a little bit different than all the other times, um, just because of the the fact, obviously, that these children uh, or adolescents are taking the time to go to Washington or uh, meet with, you know, the, the legislators, and I've kept it kind of a a pressing topic and trending topic on all forms of social media and all forms of uh, cable uh, cable news TV. And so I think that it, it, I hope it stays, you know, a subject. 
At the same time, though, you saw last week, Florida's Congress voted down, um, I guess, the control of guns within schools or something like that. And um, I guess Trump's solution to all of this when he spoke with the children was, you know, we'll place a ban on the, it's like a contraption that you put on that makes a gun semi, or makes it automatic, not semi-automatic, but automatic, um, like a military weapon. Um, I forget the name of it. I wish I could, there's something, it's a contraption. Anyway. He also proposed to armed teachers. And he proposed to armed teachers, uh, and he kind of criticized the guard that was out there that was armed that didn't do anything about it. Um, but that's, you know, that, that, it's a lot of like, okay, this situation was how it happened, so let's, let's, you know, blame that on why the children were shot up. And it's like, it's happened so many times. Like, you can't, it's, it's, the fact that it's, is that it's happened so many times. It doesn't matter if there's a guard out there, if there wasn't. The dude had a semi-automatic weapon. He clearly had mental illness. And there have been tweets about, you know, a, a reporter, there's somebody that, like, it was like an 18-year-old, I can't remember, but they went into a gun shop and within five minutes had a semi-automatic in their hand. I used to work with this publication called The Tab, where it's, like, run by students. And one of the articles that they did was they had, like, a kid go into a gun store. I'm so sorry. I don't know what they are called. A gun shop. Gun um, shop. I don't know what they're called either. You can buy them honest. like anywhere, honestly. You can buy them at a, Walmart, I thought. Yeah, I think you can, which is a problem, America. <laughs> um, but one of the kids went in and he was able to buy a gun so quickly. It wasn't even a problem. He was able to, they didn't ask him about mental health. They let him like, they let him like practice it. He gave, I forgot what he said. I can like he gave signs that he was not mentally there and kind of insane, not the one to buy a gun or to purchase one. And it's just kind of insane that he was able to get one so easily. Gun control should be stressed. And it's a myth saying that like, oh, taking away guns won't do anything. That's not true. So many other countries do it. Australia has a very similar situation to America. They got rid of it after a mass shooting. I don't know. I don't know if every gun needs to be taken, but there needs to be gun control. And people shouldn't be able to just walk in like that kid did prime example, and walk out with a gun. I think what you meant in, in regards to Australia was they had one mass shooting, they took it all, they took it away, and since then, I think it was the 90s, they haven't had any. So, uh, and there are plenty of other cases with this too. I think England has very strict gun gun laws and they, they have uh, had very minimal uh, amount, or have had a very minimal amount of, uh, of mass shooting. So, and, yeah. And people are always like, oh, well, people have knives. It's like Chris Rock was saying, if someone walked into a place and stabbed 33 people, that means 31 people deserve to get stabbed. Like, Why? Because if you see one person get stabbed, then another person gets stabbed. You can't do a mass stabbing like you can do a mass shooting. Yeah. Shooting is automatic. It's quick. It's yeah, quick. it's quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AR-15, it's bam, bam, bam. But yeah, so I, I think gun control should be something stressed. And I think those kids are honestly the real MVPs for stressing it, like pressuring major companies... And, like, having an effect of people, like, defunding the NRA. That's what these kids are doing. Props to Delta for not giving the NRA um, discounts, uh, flying discounts anymore. There are a number of other companies. You can look them all up. There are plenty of them. But they give the NRA discounts for certain things, um, just as they would if you were, like, a Google employee. You get a discount. Same thing with the NRA. A lot of uh, uh, companies um, are hopefully going to divest from it. 15 companies already have a major yes. one. So, yeah. Shout out to them. Yes. Now on to um, the Olympics. The Winter Olympics just ended on Friday. Oh, no, it was Sunday. I'm sorry. Winter, uh, the closing ceremonies were on Sunday. Um, and the big talk 
uh, if you didn't really follow it, you know, obviously Sean White won the gold medal for his half pipe, half pipe snowboarding. Um, they're the Shibitani sisters, or uh, brother and sister, Maya and Alex. They were great at ice skating, got bronze. Lindsey Vaughn, I think she got bronze as well. That was her last Olympics. Um, Lindsey Vaughn is a freestyle skier. and uh, But the big thing um, that people were talking about was uh, North Korea and Russia. Now, North Korea and South Korea um, didn't come together as North Korea and South Korea for the Winter Olympic Games. They came together as one Korea. Um, a lot of people thought that was amazing to see because obviously, you know, it's a diplomatic push in the right direction for maybe North Korea to lessen its, you know, strict, you know, outside world, you know, we can't let that in kind of isolationist influence. And South Korea, um, the president, I'm, I wish I could, I think it's Chi, that's President Chi, that's, uh, that's China, but he was in favor of it also. And it was awesome to see. The one thing about it that people did not like, and particularly South Koreans, was involving um, the women's hockey team. They obviously were, you know, bringing people down um, from North Korea. They merged the teams. Now, women, South Korean women who had previously made the team were kicked off to make room for North Koreans to be on the team. They were mad because, obviously, like, you're going to put all of our hard work and dreams uh, to basically to shit so that you can better a diplomatic relation with a country that, you know, was just, really there to show that it's still a part of this world and it's not going to isolate. Like, it's still a country, so people are like, going to see it that way. Um, so a lot of people were mad about that. And it makes sense. You work your whole life for, for one, you know, this, you know if, if you are, okay, let's say you're 30 years old and you're just being good enough to make it to the Olympics, you get kicked off the team because a North Korean is there and might not be as good as you, but, you know, we need to make room for them so we can show that we're one, we're a unit. I would be mad as hell too. Are you kidding me? You know me? how that process went down though? Because if it was like, if they combine, I would be mad. I'd be pissed, especially if they promised you that you're going to the Olympics. But do you know how like if they like got multiple people from like both sides, like North Korea, South Korea, and then saw who was the best of the best, or was it just kind of like a pick and choose kind of thing? They didn't practice together. Okay, then that would piss me off. Because yeah, then it's like you're practicing. You, this is your whole life's goal, and if they, if I got kicked off, I'd be angry as fuck yeah they did not practice together and so i guess you know it's better in the long run to show that you know they're making strides to become another a one korea it is um uh the other thing though that a lot of people are wondering okay so after this this was the this is what it was meant to be for you know to make strides to go in the right direction but well the olympics are over uh is north korea just going to go back to being itself now the south korean president did say in a statement um that I don't know why he's speaking for America, but he pretty much said <laughs> that he, he was, I don't know why he's speaking about American diplomatic, American diplomatic relations, but I mean, I mean, it makes sense. We have bases over there, so it makes sense. But, um, he said that, uh, Kim Jong-un, um, would be willing to speak with the U S. Um, and to which I guess, I don't know if it was before or after this, but Trump said, uh, we're going to talk to them about, you know, the sanctions that they have over there. And if they reject them, then, it would. He said it would be a poor sight for the rest of the world oh, Can I make to see request? how America's going to react. Can I was just like, oh. Hey, you know, North Korea or South Korea, if you're listening to this podcast, what's up? Um, if you guys are going to talk to America, can you guys just, like, wait a few North years? Or, North or South Korea? I mean, like, North Korea or South Korea, the leaders, if they're going to talk to, like, America and try to, like, establish 
anything. Just wait a few years. Wait, what do you t- why would South Korea want to talk to America? Because South Korea was the one speaking on it. What do you mean, talk? To- oh, you're saying wait to talk to us. Uh, yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, oh, oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, I'm like, they said that they were going to speak on it. I'm like, okay, just wait, like, oh. wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Give us, like, a second to, like, you know, <laughs> rearrange some things. And then... Let's get this idiot out the White House. Then we can speak. Then we can progress, you know? Just yeah. wait a sec. Because he doesn't speak for us. His tweets don't speak for us. No, they don't. So, yeah, that's my only request. Okay, cool. I Thanks. agree. <laughs> um, And then the other thing that people were talking about with the Winter Olympics politically had to do with Russia. Um. The Olympic athletes of Russia, about 150 of them were caught doping. What's do- Like, do you mean weed? It's no. Doping. doping means I've drugs. Like, they were taking illegal drugs that are right. on their list for, it's essentially steroids, okay. a number of other things to just enhance their level of athletic ability. Um, 150 of them were caught. So, because it's such a widespread of a team, a national team, they were like, you know, Russia... You cannot come to the Winter Olympics and represent Russia. You can come to the Olympics not as Russia. You will come as the Olympic athletes of Russia. So when you're seeing the leaderboards of uh, <laughs> Germany, gold, um, Norway, silver. So actually, Norway won the most golds out of any of the countries. Okay. But that makes sense. So Norway, gold, Germany, silver, Switzerland, bronze. And then under that, you will see Olympic athletes of Or like Olympic athletes of Russia, bronze. And it's OA. <laughs> O-A-R. And it was just like, that's, that's just actually, a lot of words. <laughs> I would hate to be the typewriter or the, the teleprompter person for freaking NBC for that. It sucked. Um, but the thing is, New York Times said that the Russian fans were the most present behind the South Koreans, their home country. Um, and obviously because Russia is like right there. But even so. Um, and they were very loud and very present in every single stadium and, you know, area where the Olympic athletes of Russia were represented, um, which was cool to see. Um, I don't know how many Americans were over there. I did have a few friends over there working really? for NBC, and I was insanely jealous. Jealous, And I commented literally on every single of, uh, one of Hannah's. She met freaking everybody over there. It was so annoying. But Syracuse has a program, actually, where... Oh, I know a few people that were there because Syracuse has a program where Newhouse uh, sent a lot of students to the Olympics to talk to people, and they do it for every single Olympics, every like major event, World Cup, everything. Syracuse has like sends so many students to cover it, and it's like the coolest thing ever. It's so awesome. Speaking of, I have a good friend who is going to the World Cup in Moscow this summer, so I'm very jealous of you too. I already told you this, um, but that's my little discussion on the Olympics. Wrapping it up, we will have an Olympic Olympian. Uh, on in the next few weeks, yeah, cool we shit. will, yeah, we'll, we'll obviously say it when it happens, but she's a friggin' awesome person, so. And she won a medal. She won the silver medal. So. She's pretty sick. Maybe you can piece together who it is. Maybe not. There's a lot of people. <laughs> There's a lot of people, women, who won silver medals <laughs> while over there. Know, if you figure it out, I'll give you $5. Yeah. Venmo me. Yeah. Love you, Olympics. Can't wait for you to come back again, but now it's time to oh, move on to the World Cup. are you gonna go to the Chicago? What? Are you gonna go to the Olympics in Chicago? They have not picked it. Oh, I thought that. I thought it was decided. My they pick, bad. They pick, they pick Olympics Guys, seven years in advance. I'm really, I'm really in tune with all things sports. <laughs> I was like, Chicago, what? Are you talking? LA, if anything, was the, LA 2024 was in the bidding, but they it didn't get it. Paris got it, 2024. Oh. For the, uh, the Summer Olympics. This guy can actually speak to our sport tourism class about it. And they were, they had a whole thing. To make a bid, just a quick side note, to make a bid for the Olympics, that is over a billion dollars. A bid, which means like a handwritten book, you know, prototypes of the stadiums you're going to build. 
That is over a billion. I hope I'm getting this right. If it isn't a billion over a billion, it's damn near a billion. It's so expensive to do just to submit a bid. I can imagine because they have the Olympics, just all the stuff that you have to like build. They have the Olympics in Atlanta and like their structure is all over because it was just such a... I don't know. It's, it's such a, it's such there's, a huge there's a, thing. There's a huge problem with the Olympics, and this is honestly, I will stop here, but there's a huge problem with the Olympics and things like the World Cup because they they make this thing like, oh, we can bring this here. We're going to bring a lot of tourism. We're going to put Pyeongchang on the map. We're going to put Atlanta on the map worldwide. We're going to put, um, you know, we're going to build, you know, we're going to create so much business for the city. We're going to, you know, create a lot of jobs you know, grassroots programs for different sports that people don't know about. There are going to be a lot of stadiums built, and we're going to use them even after the Olympics are over. There is a word, there is a term for stadiums that have been built for the Olympics and World Cup, and it's called white elephants. They're these big white stadiums, rare, you never use them, and they're broken down after those events leave. And a lot of people for the Olympics in uh, 2016, 2016, was it 2016? Wait. Wait, what's this year? 2018? 2016. 2016, yeah. The Summer Olympics. Simone Biles and all them. Um, so many people were displaced from their homes in like the favelas in, a, in Rio for the Olympics. Yeah, and Rio went, was a huge thing. It was a it, huge like, mess. It like fucked a lot of people. Oh, it's such a huge mess. But anyway. Speaking of huge messes, let's talk about love life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's a huge mess. I'm just chilling. I, I told, I've been telling my friends, I have not thought about a guy in a long time that's good yeah there's not really anything going on with me either there's no mess but you know let's relive the mess it's just a it's a it's a you know it's a grand old time you know this is the first time in the podcast where we're like yay yo what's <laughs> up we chilling man and <laughs> um but i guess we want to talk about i guess we can talk still about um, stupidos um so okay. let's talk about you know wait, 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 <laughs> disclaimer really quickly um that just makes it seem like we only talk about stupidos we don't we don't hate men. We're we have cool. some good guys yeah. in our life. And yeah. you know what? Two of them next week might be on. One of them's in the combine right now. NFL combine. We got big things coming up. Um, anyway, first, uh, we want to talk about our, you know, I guess the mishaps. We've had many mishaps. I'm sorry. The funny stories we've had. And maybe a little awkward ones. Um, I guess I'll start off. Uh, I did the 36 love questions. Yeah, we tried to do that segment for the podcast. And we put it in for like two seconds if you saw our first... I don't know. We put our episode nine that we brought and then took down. Either way, Emily like tried to do it for the podcast, do an experiment, you know, get out there, do some stuff, and how to go. Thirty six love questions. If you don't know what it is, near uh, it's a, an experiment, basically to say this. Try this. These thirty six questions. Ask these thirty six questions to any person, and you answer them to, and you will fall in love with them. It's foolproof. You will fall in love. Let me tell you, that did not happen. Um, and you know this. I think you know. I'm not even gonna acknowledge it, but um, it was. It was. It's not a bad experience. It wasn't a bad experience for me. The 36 love questions portion of um that. It just didn't do a dang thing. Um, and you know what? That's okay. Um, it definitely you know at the end and in between the questions, you're supposed to look into each other's eyes for four minutes. That's kind of uncomfortable. Um, for the first minute or so, you, you're just like, wow, I don't want to look in this person's eyes. This is making me feel really weird. And then after a while, it's fine. Um, you're not supposed to talk. We spoke. Um, and I guess, 
And we played music, but so maybe that's why she didn't fall in love. No, you know, anything no. About experiments, Emily. It's supposed to be. Let me tell you, match it. That wasn't the reason why I. Uh, we'll well, never I don't want to be mean. We'll never know. No, we'll never. Typically, we'll never know. I just. It, it was just one of those things where. Wow, that was a loud noise. There was a loud noise that just happened out there. That's a city fun, of Atlanta. That fun game of gunshots or fireworks. Love I don't think that's what it was. It didn't sound like it sounded like a crash. Doom, doom. But anyway, um, you know, it ended up, you know, definitely not being in love. And um, you should try it for yourself, but uh, I don't think it's worth it. I, I and all in all, and you could try it. I just think it's a that's a lot. It's a lot of information and kind of random information. And it requires kind of a little bit of thinking that I just didn't feel like, and I was kind of not happy that I wasted my time on. Yeah. I also feel like you're not the person to open up to people. So, like, opening up to, like, a random person would actually just kind of deter you from them rather than, like, make you fall in love with them more. I'll be honest. I I did that 36 Love Questions before with that German dude. And you see where that... <laughs> what? I wanted... Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Why is this the first time I'm hearing about this? I did it when I was at the festival in Chicago. Oh. Whoops. Yeah. So so this isn't my first rodeo. Yeah. And you, let me tell you, that didn't work out okay either. So I'm just, let me, I hate the 36 love questions thing. <laughs> so, it's probably the dumbest thing ever invented. I don't like it. So Emily does not, it doesn't work. Uh, it's funny how I can make something negative even though I don't have a point in my life. <laughs> God, dog. don't worry. I love men. I love them. Ooh, someone just messaged Kyra on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Kyra, give us your craziest, craziest, craziest story. Like, hey, cutie. What if I mess with them? Like, hey, hey, oh, hey. God. I hate seeing that. One of, this is my cringy thing right now. I hate like when people like intro on Tinder. I don't know. I don't know why I use Tinder or Bumble because I never go through with it. I talk to the person for like maybe five minutes. You're the worst kind of person. I talk for five minutes and I get so bored. And like the way that people intro, it's like, hey, cutie. And it's like, just say, hey, how's your day going? What's hey, cutie. Up? That's just so, like, speak to me how you would speak to me on the freaking street. Don't, would you say, hey, cutie, in the Starbucks line? Get out of my face. I know. Oh, God. We sound so negative. It's like, hey, sexy. What? Yeah, one person did respond, killing a spider is my middle name because my bio is I need someone to kill a spider for me. So that was a good one. I don't know. Tinder openers, man. Anyway, uh, cringy stories. Cringy stories. One time, someone kissed me, and it turned out to be their first kiss, and it was awful. And it was really bad. That's probably my cringiest one, because, like, I don't know. This sounds mean, but like, I don't know if you guys have ever kissed someone who was, like, and it's their first kiss, but it's the sloppiest, most uncoordinated thing ever. And let me it's tell you, like, it doesn't have to be their first kiss. Oh, no. Maybe it's just people haven't told oh, them. Oh, yeah. And I've I've been guilty of not telling somebody that they need to fix whatever the heck oh, is going no. on with their yeah. mouth. But God, I talked to someone who that was like an awful kisser, and it was God. just like it's the worst thing because it gets like all over your face. That, that's like the cringiest thing. I don't know if you guys have ever experienced it, but like if you're back, like Emily's literally shaking because like the memory, the muscle memory alone is just the wettest, grossest thing that will ever happen to your face. If, if, and it's so cringy. <laughs> just memories of it are so cringy. I think like. It was, like, my freshman year at a party, and, like, someone, like, like we were talking, and we danced, and then they kissed me, and it was just, like, it wasn't even, like, I, like, gave the motion I wanted to be kissed, which I think makes it worse. Their face was on my face, and it was just this sloppy, gross mess, Ooh. and he was, and then he was, like, that was my first kiss. I was, like, 
<laughs> oh, like that's like, yeah, that's so endearing. That was my first kiss. I, I, I feel was, so lucky, man. If I was a nice person, I'd be like, oh, thanks for sharing that <laughs> I would have just, mm-mm. I was just like, uh, <laughs> gross. Yeah, bad, like, bad kissers, like, I don't know. It's hard At to first, tell them when, when you know, because that's such a demeaning thing. It really is, and people are trying their best. I think, like, they're trying, like, <laughs> they're trying their darndest, <laughs> their hardest. I think that's, like, why, like, if you, it's your first kiss, why not, here's advice hour, if you haven't had your first kiss yet. Um, do it with someone you're comfortable with, because maybe you guys can work with, like, work with each other, and then figure out what's good and what's not. I remember they did that at Angus Long's in The Perfect Snogging. I don't know if you remember that movie, but like I was always like, that'd be like a good friend if you're like, okay, how do, how is this not bad? That's always awkward, but I definitely, uh, there was a book that I gave to you. Oh no, no. It wasn't- I, I read it. I read it. It's here. Kyra, <laughs> let me, side note, Kyra always suggests books for us and she's like mad when do it turns I, into a I movie, give- okay. right? Right. And then we're like, oh, let's read it. Well, the one time I suggest a book I to Kyra, read it. she doesn't read it. <laughs> Kyra, you said that book is still in Syracuse. It's not. It's here. I can, like, find it and give it to you somewhere. What was the premise? Oh, my God. It was about this guy and his friend. And she was like, do you want this? She was a virgin. And then he, like, Oh, talked. yeah, yeah. Okay. So she, uh, she, I don't know if she, she, okay. Yeah, she read it. Okay, okay never mind. Thank you. But, but also, that, that book reminds me. He was yeah, teaching her. He was teaching he was her teaching things. And it turned stimmy. But I'm not into that anymore. So. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I always, I feel like that's like a good friend or like a good situation. That rarely happens to people. You have to have some bad kisses to get like, you know, the good ones. That's just a sticky. I would never ask like the hottest friend in my, like a guy friend to, to help me. Because Lord knows, yeah, that's, that'd I be just, a mess and a half, and it turned into a mess and a half in that book. I just fall in love. I feel like, you're like let's just try this, and you're like, yeah, oh, don't wow. even got to do the thirty six questions. Um, yeah, that's the cringiest thing I've ever experienced. When I think of it, I literally shudder still to this day. So yeah, I like your thirty six question situation. Yeah, it's like one of those where you're just like, what? Like it literally gives you a physical reaction. Um, but let's see, uh, we got the last part. And let me tell you guys, I'm really excited for it. I'm not. I feel like I know who it is. <laughs> I, I know who it is, don't I? <laughs> it's my tailgate! Um, and, you know, I'm so surprised I haven't invited... God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. I'm right. <laughs> wait, wait. Give me a clue. Give me a clue. BTS. No, that's not the clue. You're supposed to say B, and then I like person. So, uh, it's a collective. So, no uh, freaking way. You were oh, oh make uh, make oh. it known. I will make it for the next seven weeks because there are seven <laughs> members. I will invite every You're single so one of them, annoying. and I will detail why I'm inviting every single one. So, do you want me to invite just the whole group, or do you want me to invite each member and say why each member? I, I actually I prefer that. No, no, no. You no, know, no, I'm no. doing. <laughs> Just she's inviting BTS. She's inviting BTS. Don't do that. Don't do that. She's inviting I, BTS. You get to explain why you want to invite John Boyega. No, I want yeah, to invite. It, it, I want to explain why I want to invite individually Jungkook, Jimin. Oh my god! Oh my god! I'll quit. I'll quit. It'll be over. It'll just be the ball out with you. That was actually a great idea. I should have taken you up on that. Um, oh, what? On, on doing every oh. no on oh on every no. That's a great no. idea. You should fuck off. <laughs> no, on inviting every single member. My bad. Oh my well, I'm gonna do it. Oh uh, my god. <laughs> More knowledge. Knowledge is power. Um, you, you you can learn about each and every one of them. It's gonna be 14 weeks until it's done. Seven. seven. No, because it's every other. Oh yeah, that's fine. You get one person. Uh, yeah. 
I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Yeah, it's my tailgate, so I can do whatever the hell I want. Oh my god. Right? Continue. BTS fans. BTS army. What do I do? It's okay. Yeah. Korean I like fried chicken's uh, good. I yeah. actually ate Korean fried chicken today. Yeah. Well, look at you. Annyeong, sarangye. I just said hello, I love you. Um, you're so funny. <laughs> you, it sounded like you were saying something relevant, but no, you're just no. saying the one thing that you know. But we got to bounce. Uh, I'm so glad I'm starting this this streak of who I'm inviting and why I'm inviting them from BTS. Thank guys. you, Kyra. Kyra's the one who gives me great ideas. Guys, anyway. Um, I'm Our friends so, are going to hate us for I'm being I'm so late. sorry I did this. Oh, yeah, we have like a dinner appointment. We're going to be slightly Dinner late. appointment. Dinner appointment. Okay. Okay. Emily. <laughs> This bitch trying to wrap me up. Anyway. Uh, oh, wow. She did the signal just so I can like get it. Anyway, I'm Kay. That was E. This is the ball out. See you guys later. Bye. Put your hands up to the sky.